Hi, folks. Uh, content warnings. Oh, I don't know. I haven't uh, listened to the interview yet, mostly because I am the interview this week. Um, so ADHD, probably some mental health stuff, because that comes up a lot. And yeah, um, the usual, which starts with we have pets. Oh, yeah. And they can make noises. And yeah, the dog, the cats, it's still light out, so the chickens are still perching or wandering around doing what chickens do. Um, and brings us to our third, which is we often swear. Particularly when the chickens are not where they're supposed to be. Or when Sergei the cat decides he needs to be somewhere he's not supposed to be and proceeds to clean out a shelf. Is he still on that shelf? No, no, he has wandered off, having okay. dumped the contents of the shelf onto Hound, who is just in her dog yep. bed, like, this is my life. Oh, well, I she, accept this. She didn't dump, he didn't dump all of them on her, thankfully. Just the cords. Just the, just the loose cords, yes. So, hi folks, welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 300. That is... Dun, dun, dun. That's a number. It is. You know, you do this every week for uh, six years now, six six years, and it uh, it adds up, I guess. I mean, we we took some weeks off in there, but uh, yeah, and uh, it comes on the the cusp, the the not the cusp, the other side. Uh, it's a couple days now um, of my four year work anniversary. Woohoo! So anniversaries all around this week. That's um, that's a hell of a thing. It really is. Yeah, um, kind of funny to look at some of the executives who have joined the company while I was there and then left the company, and it's like I think I'm just going to outlast them all. Well, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully some of the good ones will stick around for quite a while. Ah, uh, fair, <laughs> fair. Um, but uh, yeah, um, it has been. A heck of a ride, and uh, a good week. Good week. Lots of... I've done coding, I've done debugging, um, I, you know, am involved in uh, the discussions about what's next for opensource.com. I saw Bloodywood for the second time this past week, and oh my god, that was so intense and such a great show. I so love Bloodywood. Um... And they're really nice guys, and they are spreading such a positive message. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Um, and the opening acts were amazing. Uh, really like Wargasm, who I had never seen before. I'll put in some links. I'll put in some links. Um, but uh, most of it's been, you know, code and spend time with chickens. And, oh, we have... Um, a hen who went broody for no apparent reason other than she felt like going broody. Yeah. Like, she would sit on eggs, I would take them away, and she would be sort of disgruntled. And then someone would lay eggs near her, she would collect them, and, and I would take them away. And, yeah. Eventually, it, it became clear that she was not going to de-broody by normal... No, no. so uh, we stopped off at the feed store and we picked up um, four baby uh, olive eggers and shoved them under her that night. And uh, 
yeah, uh, today they were all wandering around the yard, um, which is adorable, but that means we have 16 chicks. I'm, some of them will be roosters. Oh, yeah. I mean, worst case, we're giving away healthy raised hens. Um, but, well, okay, best case. Uh, worst case, we'll have some dinners. Absolutely. Yes. I should have put in a warning for that. Sorry, vegetarian and vegan friends. It is what it is. Um, yeah, no. Um, and you, you in the last week, um, you did a session for SIFWA. Yes, yes, I did a writing session with SIFWA. They do a sort of meet a, a, a co-writing thing, I guess, on uh, uh, Sundays where... People show up and it's like, hey, you know, everybody say hi. Okay, write for 45 minutes. Okay, everybody gets in like little breakout rooms and hangs out for a few minutes and chats. Okay, write for another 45 minutes. And it's a good way to uh, yeah, ensure accountability and feel like you're not alone in a what is often a very solitary pursuit. And it actually, you you figured out a plot point. I did. I did. I uh, I had actually figured it out the night before uh, while I was waiting to fall asleep. And so I knuckled under and knuckled down, I guess, not under, and was like, okay, this ending I had written is just not hacking it. I need to do this other thing that I had not done and which makes more work for me, but it's a better ending. So I mean, the things we do for a better ending, right? And it 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 got things sort of somewhat unstuck, I guess. Uh, it's this is just such a long damn book, and I'm trying to write it simultaneously with another book. Yes, and uh, so it's it's been kind of off and on, but now that now that I know sort of pretty much how it's going to end, I I can uh, steer the the bits that were taking forever in that direction, and uh, hopefully finish it at some point before winter when I'm hoping to release it. Yes. Uh, but I also have this other book that you know I kind of have to deliver in July, so. So yeah. So tomorrow yeah. I. Go and do some serious work on that. Do the, yes, write the words. And I got my cord caught in my bag, so that was fun. Um, but yes, it is, it is, I've been getting words written and... Uh, yeah. It, it's, which is not ever very exciting to talk about, but it's good to accomplish. I mean, it's, it's, um, how, do, how is it that Murr and Matt at Ditch Diggers describe it? Like, we often don't think that writing is real work and I'm putting that in air quotes but it's like digging a ditch you have to do it every day or you're never going to make any progress well no you don't have to do it every day uh, well, yeah, but, but it, it's but there is there is a point where uh after the the novelty and the inspiration everything wears off you still have to go to work and write the words yes so it's it's not so much that you should be doing this every day because that is a thing that people tell you to do and honestly I don't give a shit if you write every day or not. Yeah. Uh, it's not my business. And some people do not work that way. Uh, no, no. I know, I think Cameron Hurley only writes on weekends. 
And okay. uh, like I had worked Sunday because I was doing the writing thing with syphilis. So I didn't make any word count Monday because I had some other errands to run and stuff. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. you, you, you write when you write. And if you have a book at the end of it, you're doing fine. Or even if you have a short story at the end of it. But I that mean, too. if you're writing a novel, obviously you should have a book at the end of it. Ideally. Yes. Um, so I, I am standing up because my leg has decided it is twitch time. And I um, am signing... Signing so many things. Yes, but um, uh, I believe there is something we need to do on this, the 300th episode. It is, and I, it is time for the annual interview with me. And we will have that for you right after this. back to Productivity Alchemy, episode 300. I'm here with noted sysadmin. Is that, wait, is that what you wear these days? I, I'm a site reliability engineer with these noted days. noted site reliability engineer, <laughs> Kevin Sonny, to talk to him about how he stays productive. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Mr. Sonny, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kevin. I am... Um... Uh, I'm a site reliability engineer for a little company called Elastic. Um, so I spend my days uh, working specifically on how much capacity we're using, we have, are we using it appropriately. I, I'm specifically in our cloud capacity group, so I deal with all sorts of things uh, around that. Uh, for those of you who have no idea what that means, I make cloud go. Um, that I is... don't feel bad. I, I've been married to him for years and I still have no idea what he does. Right. Um, so that's what I do during the day. Um, I also raise chickens. Uh, honestly, that seems to be what a lot of people know me for online more than anything. Um, well, I mean, there's lots of site reliability engineers, I'm guessing. There aren't that many chicken people. You would be surprised. Um, not anymore. I wouldn't be. Yeah. Chicken, chicken talk and chicken Twitter. And, um, it's a thing. Chicken Graham. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, and then I, you know, do a podcast or two occasionally. I occasionally write articles on open source things, uh, and go to concerts. Um, live music is one of my great joys. So, yeah, that's, I think those are the highlights. I, you know, we, we don't have to, I mean, go into detail about, you know, building Lego and futzing around in Minecraft and all that shit. So. All right. Answer a pressing question for us, Mr. Sonny. Yes. Chickens. Great what? or the greatest? Oh, the greatest. Absolutely. Um, I, I. Everybody's like, well, why, why chickens? And I'm like, you know, one of the things, or why 
why are chickens productive? And because everybody well, they do lay eggs. Well, they lay eggs, but the the thing for me is that everybody's telling you live in the moment, live in the moment. Chickens live in the moment. Absolutely live in the moment. And if you just I just go out and I sit with them and sometimes I have a hammock out there, so sometimes I'll lay in the hammock and I'll just watch chickens being chickens, doing chicken things, and sort of empty, it sort of lets me, you know, empty my mind, stop focusing on, you know, the what-ifs or the big problem I have or whatever, because chickens are just busy being chickens. They absolutely live in the moment, and so I, it, it's, it's a great... It's like a screensaver that lays eggs. It is, kind of, yes. Um, and occasionally, you know, there's chicken drama, and there's... Um, you know, uh, rooster drama. Not as much rooster drama as hen drama. So much hen drama. Rooster drama tends to be more dramatic and occasionally bloody. Yes, but it's also... Uh, but much rarer. Ra yeah, yeah, much rarer. Like hens, the, uh, we were listening to um, uh, Tove, Tova on... Um, the, the Ologies podcast, Ward, yes. yes. Uh, Tova, who was on last month, the month before, anyway. Um, and, you know, the here's where the term pecking order comes from, and here is how it actually happens in chickens. And you, yeah, no, it's, it's a thing. Um, and there is nothing so fierce as a mama chicken who thinks you are endangering her babies. It's true. They even yeah. bite you, which is... They, they bite me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chicken bites are... Do not break the skin. They're, they don't really have the jaw muscles. They, they, it's or... pinchy. It's pinchy. Yes. If, if they can get, like, a part of you enough to pinch. Um, or, you know, right now, uh, himself, Lucky Son, is uh, looking suspiciously at the camera while his auntie's slash girlfriends, I don't know how that works, we're getting drinks of water. So, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. mm -hmm. this this podcast, as you may be aware, yes. is called Productivity Alchemy. Yes. And I want to thank you for being on the show. I mean, it's, it's a pleasure. Yes. It's a pleasure. So let's dive right in. How do you keep yourself organized? Um, and remember, Mr. Sonny, you are under oath. <laughs> Uh, you may not be under oath, actually. I, I may not, but I try to be honest, and um, lately it has been a bit of a struggle. Um, none of my the things I had been using are, like, working, per se, so I'm sort of questing around. Like, I have my window stick-on Kanban, which is great, uh, but... Um, for whatever reason, I'm sort of, like, a little blind to it, or I keep getting distracted away from it. Like, there are one, two, three, like, three cards, four cards I have up there uh, for inviting people to be on the show that I haven't been able to get to. And a work thing that has... Uh, in the doing column that needs to be moved back to the to-do because now it's it's been sort of backburnered for a little while. Um, and when I first set this thing up, it was great, man. The first month, I must have moved 30 cards around and finished out all these tasks. And I'm like, yeah. And then... It's... And then you got used to seeing it. Uh, I don't know if it's I got used to seeing it. Um, maybe. 
but also um, a couple things happened like we had a I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna do this thing and I was pulled into an incident and that basically erased my entire day um, to the point where I had actually had an interview scheduled at noon uh, with uh, for the show that got canceled did your pen die again yes my pen just died mr. sunny yes please that's please, okay uh, yeah. uh, uh, here hold this all right um, I uh, uh, yeah uh, but in other other things like for physical things like right now I'm looking for a box that says physically on it it is a box labeled pens and pencils that contains nothing but pens and pen refills and pencils and uh, and so that's one of the things that like in the physical space like I think physically I have been much more organized lately that's than good. than in my you know in tasks and whatnot because. I've been taking the time to, like, clean up my office, to, like, I put in all new shelves and threw out lots and lots of things that were just taking up space and not doing anything valuable. Um, you know, the... the I, I'm a computer person. I had cords that were a decade old that do not connect to anything that is even vaguely resembling technology available today, let alone... I don't even own things that can talk to need that sort of cable anymore but you know had to hold on to it just in case i am i am aware of the the yeah. the cable uh hoarding tendencies yeah. of the genre so here's a question if your kanban window kanban board is not currently working for you yeah if someone came to you and said hey i did this thing but it doesn't work now would you tell them to just keep doing it in hopes it would start working again or would you oh. tell them to change I would I would absolutely tell them to experiment with things, and I'm experimenting with things. I went back to Note Plan, but that doesn't seem to meet my needs. Uh, Apple Reminders does for some things. For um, uh, you know, when I went through so example when I went through the the uh, Franklin Covey training, and we talked about the Eisenhower Matrix, and we'll have a lot about that next week with uh, Mr. Tank. Um, uh, Eisenhower Matrix. The Eisen yes, the Eisenhower Matrix. It's uh, it was originally designed by President Eisenhower, and he said, you know, um, I have two kinds of things. I have the urgent and the important. And if it's not urgent, not important, then I don't need to be doing it. And if it's urgent and important, then I probably don't need to be doing it, but it has to be done. And it's the things that are not urgent that are important that we miss out on, right? Those are the things we should be doing and often don't. Um, gotcha. So, um, for work, I end up doing a lot of urgent, important. Like, I, it can be interrupt driven. I'm on call for a chunk of next week, so that is all. This is urgent and important. Okay, it's urgent. It may not be important, but it will be urgent, and it's my job to, you know, de-escalate or solve or whatever. Okay, I, I dig that. Interrupt driven. Um, Meaning I can be doing something and be interrupted at any time. Um, I think you should take your Kanban board down for a week or a month and see, and then put it yeah. back up and see if you start seeing it again. Uh, I mean, that is absolutely a thing. Um, the other thing is um, I'm finding I don't have as much to do as, like, I should or maybe I don't need the board to track it. Um, I'm still going to... I think you're right, though. I, I, I think tomorrow I will take it down and see if 
leave it down for a month or more and see where it goes. But I have so very few things that it feels like I need to have task tracking for. I, uh, when we started, I had like an entire like sub list of, uh, you know, here are all the steps involved in making a pot. And so I would go through the checklist for every single one, check, 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 check. I was producing it and posting it. And when all that was done, I could click it off and be like, yay, it's done. Um, that I, I overtracked, I overtasked as it were. And you don't need that right. anymore. No. And, uh, I often don't need it for work or other things. Um, I, I don't do full project plans for things. Um, I have all the skills, I have all the training, but you know, um, when you have, when you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail and, uh, I have a lot of hammers and very few nails. Um, occasionally I have, you know, like things that need filing or tuning and not banging into shape. So, um, yeah, we'll see. But I have things that work, uh, like the tracking board for upcoming episodes that I have with, uh, you know, there's, it's a, essentially a post-it with the number, the date, and the topic or, you know, or interviewee. And that's just, you know, that way I can look and say, okay, <coughs> who have I got scheduled? Where have I got gaps? Um... Like, I mean, if it works, that is not a thing you need to change or no. fix if it keeps working. No, I don't change it at all. Um, and uh, I can look at it and go, all right, I see a whole bunch of blank spaces on that thing. And so maybe it's, uh, and so I need to maybe be a little more aggressive on scheduling some interviews. Um, or, you know, maybe I'll be like, I am full up and now I'm on an overflow board of you know, with names and checkboxes, but no episode number dates yet, because I don't know when those are actually going to go on. Um, so, you know, that's working. That's working great. Um, I know that you have talked frequently about using your Remarkable. Do you still do that? Uh, I use my Remarkable for every single interview, uh, except this one. I'm not using it for this one because it's hard. Oh, God, hard. am I supposed to be using it? No. Okay, good, because no. I'm not going to. What's that going to happen is I'll listen to the episode after and and make notes and set all that up. But yeah, no, it is uh, possibly the best thing I have for being able to grab it, write down, you know, take the notes for the interview I'm conducting and then know they're safe and synced and all that stuff. Um, and it's much less overhead than trying to keep it all on, you know, uh, half letter size pages punched in, in my notebook. Um, you know, I, I am starting to handwrite on paper quick notes and things a little bit more frequently because uh, it's, for some reason, when I write things down, it sticks in my brain. I am a, um, oh God, what is the name of that? Um, uh, kinesthetic I'll look it up but that's I it is one of I I am one of those people who if I write it down I remember it better than if I type it type it or if I just look at a thing right I mean it's it's good to know what works for you yeah and 
It's funny, I've been that way since um, high school. I think I discovered that in high school. Um, that when I bothered to pay attention and take notes, um, I didn't actually need to refer to the notes as much. They were there if I needed them, but I remembered. Right? I, I had a better memory for things where the there will be you may not use your notes and you're taking a test. Um, so I don't know. That's just me. All right, well, we have actually covered a lot of number three, which is what systems and habits are valuable to you? Yep. Um, so is there any we haven't covered that you're like, this is a very important habit I have? I think that my routine is very important. I really do, um, because it, it, maybe it's conscious, maybe it's, you know, Pavlovian or whatever, but as I hit certain times of day and do certain things, it follows sort of a natural mental progression. Um, and we'll talk about that, I'm sure, in question four, where we discuss a typical day. Um, but uh, Oh, I, sure. I, Anticipate the interview, why don't you? I wrote the questions. You make a mockery of this process, <laughs> sir! Um, but, uh, you know, uh, anything that disrupts the baseline routine... Um, can throw me for a complete loop. And uh, preach. Yeah. But some of that also means, you know, um, and this one I struggle with, uh, sleeping the right, a fair amount every day or every night. Um, you know, if, uh, if I don't get enough sleep, it throws everything off. Although you are much, much better off than you were, I don't know, has it been a year or two years? Two years, yeah. Yeah, than you were two years ago when you were getting like three hours of sleep a night and yeah um because of the restless leg uh syndrome and having pills for that oh that certainly helps a lot with the sleep but sometimes you know every like i can almost tell what time it is without looking at a clock or a watch by when the cat wakes me up indeed or, or when the dog wakes me up you know so um, but that's slowly getting integrated into the routine. Uh, but yeah, like if I miss my morning visit with the chickens, it'll throw, it throws me off. Um, which is a little weird, but maybe not. Hi, Clotho. All right, well, that leads us to number four. What does a typical day look like for you? And how do you decide what to do first? So, um, you get, so the cat gets you up. The cat gets me, well, the cat gets me up usually around... 5.30 a.m. and I immediately go back to bed. Okay. Because uh, I am not an early, early morning person by choice at any, even in the best of days. Um, and then, you know, probably around... My alarm goes off at 8. There's a good chance that I will actually get up at 8. And that's when the dog gets fed. And that's when, you know, the cat gets treats. And that's when I make my first cup of coffee. And then, depending on if it's a work day or not, um, I might poke the internet for a little bit. Everybody says don't do that. But, you know, uh, I need, sometimes I need that little dopamine hit uh, first thing in the morning. Hey, I hear you. And then, um, you know, the, the major wake-up happens with the um, brush, teeth, shower, shave, and, you know, get dressed. Uh, I 
don't have to put on clothes every day like I'm going into an office. I could come down here in sweatpants and a t-shirt and no one would know the damn difference uh, except me. And for whatever reason, there's a whole, if I have a shower, I wake up. No, um, that, that makes perfect sense. You know, um, so yeah, which is why at cons, when I'm doing weird schedules, I have like four showers a day because I'll get up from a nap, I will shower, and then I will go work a shift. Then I'll come back and go back to sleep, um, you know, four to six hours later. Um, All right, so you've showered. I showered, then I come downstairs and I go visit the chickens. Um, All right, you, you bring them treats? Do you I, hang out with them? I give you? them treats, I hang out a little bit, I do a head count. Ah, yes. Make sure no one disappeared in the night or the early morning. Um, you know, make sure all the doors opened, etc., etc. Um, and then come in here and sit down to work. And work is, you know, Slack, email. Um, I've been just putting Slack out of the way so it isn't interrupting me, like, moment by moment lately, because I'm being able to get, like, you know, a lot of my meetings are over by about 1.30 in the... 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 1.30 p.m. my time. And then I can get into a big, like, really focused work thing for a couple hours. The groove. The groove. The rut. Um, yes. We are big believers that yep. the rut is a good thing. And then somewhere around 4, maybe, I'll come up from air for air. I'll go walk among the chickens, and I'll look at my email, I'll catch up on that. And this is where it gets dangerous. Because this is the point where maybe something will catch my eye, and my brain will start on it, and I will go right back into that deep work, and then it'll be 7 p.m. Yes. Right? Um, or I may go the other way, and it doesn't, and nothing is clicking, and I'm just sort of like spinning my wheels. And so it's just like, okay, it's time to walk. It's, it's time to walk away. Maybe I need to go spend more time with the chickens, but the dog needs fed, the cat, dinner needs to be prepared, all that stuff. Um, and it's a coin flip uh, most days whether or not I'm going to go and spend another two and a half, three hours, uh, you know, just focus intense or whether I'm going to, my brain is going to be all over the place. Um, and then, you know, we have dinner and... As we call it, flump. We, yes. Well, you you usually hang out down here until it is time to put the chickens away. Yeah. Which poking the internet and whatnot. Yeah, because it's, it, it doesn't make sense for me to go upstairs and maybe get involved in something and then have to stop. And by involved in something, I mean binge watch or you know a movie or something, and then have to stop because oh god, it's way past dark and I need to make sure the chickens are. Um, but. On the other hand, you know, uh, once the chickens are in, and I've been, like, letting my brain sort of free range across the internet for a while, I'll, I'll go upstairs, we'll watch um, we finished. a rewatch of the entire run of MASH, um, but we've been, you know, we'll watch movies, we're still working our way through Murder, She Wrote, or I think we're on the last season of Golden Girls, and we put those on hold for you know, mash. Um, or, you know, movies. Yeah. Movies. Yeah. yeah, it's usually, do you want to watch a movie? Okay, then let's put on one of these low-brain things. Right, although, like, tonight is going to be, after we're done with the 
show, it's going to be time for John Wick 4 because it's finally available to stream. And and when that is over, we're going to have to watch Prehistoric Planet 2. The first yeah, the first episode, which yes. came out, I think, yesterday. Yes, and I've been very good and have not you have, watched it. You, know, you, you could have watched it. It's fun. It was D&D night. Oh, right. It was D&D night. Yes. So we may have two episodes of that. Ooh. But first, John Wick. Yes. Yes. Um, like, you know, but... And, but that's, you know, that's how we keep up with The Mandalorian and we keep up with Ted Lasso. And, you know, that's like, I lay on my stomach on the floor, kicking my legs until my pills kick in, cruising around building things in Minecraft, you're, you know, and we'll have TV or a movie or something. On and I'll play a yeah. video game or something, yes, and we... Yeah. It, it, is, it is, frankly, my favorite part of the day yeah. when we hang out together and... You know, if we need to get into a conversation intensely about uh, why who that actor was, mm -hmm. where we saw him from, oh yeah, okay, this is why you have to watch this thing, yeah, uh, sort of thing. Then we can do that, or we can sit around and I can play a video game, and you can play a video game, and we just right, you know. I mean, and there's a good chance that in about two weeks we'll be co-oping our way through a video game. Quite possibly. Before it's coming. Yes. yes. I am going, apparently, to have to replay Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West from the beginning. Oh my god, that's... Did you... I the, checked. The So the PlayStation 4 game is not I don't know if that's true. I, okay. I, I don't know if they carry over, but uh, I know that uh, uh, you can't just start the DLC. You have to have won the, the game... So if the save game which you won doesn't come over, then I have to replay it. You have to replay it on the PlayStation Five. Yes, that blows. But I don't see that as I don't see that as a hardship for you. It's not a terrible hardship. <laughs> it's it's more a minor annoyance. But right. uh, we're we're not going to be watching a lot of TV for couple weeks in there because I'm going to be, you know, yes. fighting my way across the robot landscape. Yes. Okay. Anyway. That's completely fair. I, I enjoy watching you fight your way across the robot landscape. Oh. You know, and I, I just tune in for the story bits and then, you know, go back to whatever I was doing while you're fighting giant robots for the most part. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Well, this takes us to number five. Uh, it's time to start the fun questions. You know, just for that, I'm going to make up my own questions. What? Uh, no, I literally call them the fun questions. These are my three favorite questions. I see. Is there anything you wish you were doing? Is there anything I wish I were doing? Yes. I mean, my, my great wish honestly, would be that I can just poke at technology and make things and hang out with my chickens and, you know, and not have to be a, a capitalist, you know, uh, uh, day running dog. dog. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, if, if I had my way, I would be writing articles of things that interest me. I would be, um, Spending, you know, I would be spending more time with the chickens. I would be, um, you know, uh, trying to make the world a better place in my own special way. Um, 
but uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make the world a better place, uh, at least for you, me, and the chickens. Um, and the occasional listener to a podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. I hear you may have been doing for a few years. Yeah, um, but, you know, uh, it is what it is, and so I, I spend a lot of my days, you know, not doing that. I mean, it all boils down to, I got a kid in college, and I need money to pay for that. And the health insurance is... And the health insurance. And, you know, but in... I wish, you know, I mean, I know that, like, if I'm not working without, uh, if I'm not working and it's not my decision to not be working, um, I have that, you know, I spiral, I feel sorry for myself, that whole kit until, uh, I think eventually you just come in and kick me in the ass, stop wallowing, and then, um, you know, and then... One time. (sighs) Twice. And, um, but, uh, eventually, I mean, I have to keep myself busy and at that point I start tinkering with things and trying new things and sometimes writing about it and sometimes just going on the internet and going, look at this neat thing. Um, and sometimes I just go to you and say, look at this neat thing. And you go, I don't understand what it is, but I tr- trust you that it's neat. And I'm glad you <laughs> Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, and I wish I had, you know, more time for that sort of thing. But, you know, I, I, I have trade, then I have to make trade-offs. You know, where do I, it's, it's, there are only 24 hours in a day. And it's like, I can give up sleep. I can give up time with you. I can... Time with the chickens. Um, you know, where the time has to come from somewhere. The one finite resource I have is time. So, yes. I, I hope you are not going through life feeling unfulfilled. I, it's, it, no, no. I, I find fulfillment, fulfillment in many things. Um, doing the podcast. Oh my God. At the, you know, meeting new people at shows. Meeting the same people over and over again at shows at the same venues. Um, you know, um, breeding ta- chickens. Breeding chickens. Although that one, there, I don't have as much of an active role in that. <laughs> no, and that's that's for the best. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah. I will take the two choice chickens and lock them up and hope. Um, and it looks like it happened. So, yes, four chicks that that seem to be. But yeah, no, I mean. Honestly, yeah, my dream would be to, you know, I'm managing chicken breeding and then, you know, poking a technology or something that interests me until it doesn't and then I can go do something else. Um, You know, uh, yeah. Good to know. Mm -hmm. So what is the best advice or feedback you've been given and or would give someone else? Oh, man. Um, it can be the best advice this year, if you like. Because I realize that... <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I hear a lot. And there is a lot of good stuff out there. And uh, uh, I'm going to fall back to um, one of the things that uh, a listener did say to me. Um, but uh, it is a quote from our friend John Scalzi. 
And that is the failure mode of clever is asshole. It's true. And so, you know, I try to keep that in mind. I try to keep, um, uh, uh, don't be a dick, which is, you know, the thing Will Wheaton is famous for is saying, don't be a dick. Um, I mean, everybody says it at, at least one point, but as general advice, I think that it was, uh, uh, Wheaton who like went all out with there and said, the best advice I can give anyone is don't be a dick. Yeah. Um, uh, and a a constant almost a mantra perfect is the enemy of done oh, yeah. um i i try to live by that and i occasionally have to i remind my coworkers of it like well this could be i'm like no perfect is the enemy of done it doesn't have to be perfect it has to be working and out the door um and since it's nothing a customer uses um i i can see that drive but you know, at the end of the day, I can spend an extra week making it perfect, um, which is impossible. Nothing is ever perfect, but things can be done. Absolutely. Things can absolutely be done. Um, All right. And that's, that's, yeah, that's stuff I've been given and um, uh, stuff I often tell people. Um, one more just occurred to me, and this comes from... Um, uh, leadership training that is feedback is a gift whether it is good or bad is up to you but it is always a gift for you i'm i'm assuming you know? have we had this conversation before where i said with all of the caveats that if i didn't ask it's not a gift i want yeah that's fine uh and how often do we get gifts we don't want um you know and we we take we take those gifts and maybe we stuff them in the closet or we take them to goodwill maybe somebody else needs it um but i think it's mostly social media that makes me say things mm -hmm. like that because there is there is a tendency that uh, uh people think you want their feedback on things where quite frankly you do not yeah yeah <laughs> um but when you sit down and you say, I want your feedback, or someone comes to you and says, I have, you know, I have some feedback for this thing you just did, I always try to, to keep an open mind that they are coming from a place where they honestly want to help. Absolutely. And then, you know, I will judge the feedback, not based on how they're giving it to me, but you know, how I react to it. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's valid, and sometimes it's that white elephant you're going to put in a box, and it's been re-gifted around your family 15 times. <laughs> you know the one. So. I don't, know. I never re-gift any of those. I just take it to Goodwill. Oh, well. It's, it's yeah. like, I, yeah. I, am, I am remarkably guilt-free when it comes to uh, having to keep presents. That's fair. Yeah. I think because I've moved too many times. Yeah, you're you're really much more of a minimalist than I am in some ways. You're much less sentimental about things. It's true. Yeah. So, do you want the the fun but hard question or the sad easy question? It's the sad easy question. How do you deal with failure? Um. So we we actually are re-recording my answer because it went 
My microphone went wonky, as you might have noticed. Um, it's a shame because it was a brilliant moving. Uh, uh, I, I know. Never I, to be repeated. Never. Not a dry no. Dry eye in the house answer. <laughs> I, I don't even know if it's worth asking again. But how do you deal with failure? <laughs> um, so it's one. It's changed and it's significantly different than uh, it was ten years ago. Let alone uh, six years ago when we started this thing. Um, uh, and it also depends on where the failure or the thing I missed is. If I have offended someone now, I am much more likely to stop and apologize and check to make sure I didn't offend. Um, because I don't want to, you know, do the wrong thing. And I will apologize now much more, much more readily than I would have a decade ago for that sort of thing. I um, mean, personal growth. Yeah. Um... If it's a work thing and I've missed a deadline um, or it's just not working, I sit down and I talk to people. Um, I don't spend as much time uh, unless maybe I missed my, my you know, my, my Zoloft dose yesterday, um, the day before. Um, but I don't spend anywhere near as much time in the, I said the wrong thing and now... Uh, I am going to be guilty for the rest of my life because I said the wrong thing to the wrong person in 1997. Ah, yes. Um, yeah. Um, the, the shame spiral. Um, but yeah, better living through chemistry on that. Uh, but I actually found my own solution for that. Oh? Yeah, whenever I start to think about like a specific angst or, okay, that one specifically stupid thing I did in high school. yeah. I go and give money to a charity, like a a and and a bit a, a chunk of money to a charity. Yeah, and yeah. When I start to think about it again. I go, no, I gave money for that one. I I, <laughs> and it's it's I I it, it's sort of like a weird secular, having done penance, kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Nope, that one's cleared. You can stop. In in the language of the twelve step programs, which I have never been in one nor have i read the books but i know several people who have been and there are also some great comedies about people who are um you know the making amends step of 12 step i it wasn't my name as earl just nothing but his list of amends he had to make right but there's no yeah, amend yeah. you can make for i did something embarrassing in ninth grade right Right. Like that that's not an amendable someone out there is in pain offense. That's a, everyone else has forgotten but you and it's seared into your consciousness. Though. Yeah, but like the day I I ghosted on an interview because I was in the middle of an incident and like I think it was like I sat down in my seat at like nine going, All right, I have you know, uh let's look at email, let's see what's going on, and was immediately pulled into it. We have a problem and we need you to focus on it. And then it was three PM and I hadn't eaten lunch, but the but it was finally in a a state where I could look at other things. So I was like, oh shit. Right? And I immediately sent an email that says, I am so sorry, here is what happened. Um I would love to re reschedule if you're open to it, and if not, I completely understand this is, you know totally on me and you know they were right back with yes we understand completely let's do this um let's reschedule and so we did um and that's you know it it happens um 
more often than not, the solution to a failure is to communicate and to find ways to fix it, right? And if it's not fixable, then you find a way to work around it. Yes, Sergey, I know. Have you gotten better at believing that you have not failed because you are a uniquely terrible person who fails, but because sometimes that happens? Yeah, yeah, so much better. Um, uh, I will say that I do fall into the trap of I used to be a uniquely terrible person and I need to make up for it. Um, and, you know, that may just be Lutheran guilt. Um <laughs> Or, you know, maybe there are people out there who totally agree and are like, yes, you were a terrible person. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people I know who are, who are like, you were a terrible person 20 years ago, so you obviously are a terrible person now. And I, I'm trying to be the example that no, just because someone was bad or did the wrong things 20 years ago, it doesn't mean that they are still bad and doing the wrong things now. Redemption is a thing. You know, I, I don't think you were really that bad, but but Lutheran. But Lutheran, yes. All right, now the happy one. Do happy you one. celebrate your success? Yes. How? Uh, it depends. Sometimes it's I'm going to cook a big meal. Sometimes it's I'm going to spend extra time with my chickens. Sometimes it's I am going to get the fancy fucking, you know, pen. Um... Or the big Lego set. Or the big Lego set. Um, and sometimes it's, I'm going to build the big Lego set. Um, you know, it. I think it depends. Sometimes it's retail. Sometimes it's just, I'm going to, you know, I want a fancy meal. Or I want to, you know, take a day off. I have been, you know, spending the occasional vacation day not on saving it all for the next convention or, you know, whatever event, but to do a thing I want to do. I'm going to uh, Carolina Fear Fest this weekend um, on Friday and Saturday, and I opted for the, you know, the Friday early entry VIP, and I'm taking the day off so I can go to that, right? Um, cool. Because... Um, I don't remember why I deserved it, but at the time I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. Why? I'm sure you, you totally know? deserved it. Yeah. Um, I've forgotten how my name is spelled again. Well, it, it happens eventually. Uh, every every sign in that, I think that's a sign that it's time to stop signing. Yeah, you may be right. Yeah. If you can't remember how to spell your name, that's too many signatures. Um, all right. All right. Yeah. But I mean, you know, um, concert VIPs are a little different. Um, those are my, um, find, if you find somebody inspiring or, you know, a, uh, 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 an influence in any way, shape or form, tell them, um, because of the four artists who died in close proximity, um, Lemmy, Bowie, Fry and Prince, and I never got to see them live and I never got to meet them or any of that stuff. So I'm doing, you know, now any chance I have to see a show of someone I think is amazing, uh, or I have a chance to do, you know, a meet and greet, I'll pay extra for the meet and greet. Cause I, I don't want to go to the next thing to, you know, to the next stage of my life going, man, I really wish I could have, oh, yeah. or I wish I'd met, or I wish I'd seen. 
Um, you know. I have one final question for you, Mr. Sonny. Sure. Where were you on the night of JFK? No. Uh, I wasn't even born yet. Okay, well, that's a pretty good alibi. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I got to admit, I, I can't I you can't fault no. that mm-hmm. one. Uh, so what is doing a podcast like this for six years meant to you or taught you or made you better at? Um, well, I've gotten better at interviewing people. <laughs> well, that's probably a good thing. Um, but I think it's taught me that, you know, everybody has their struggles. Everybody has their, their ways of doing things. And, you know, I think early in the show, Sergey, don't you dare lean on the fucking keyboard. I'll kill you. I won't actually kill him. Um, but, uh, uh in what army? Yeah. Right. Um, but, uh, uh, the, I think early on we started to talk about it's not this. You didn't fail the system. The system failed you. And it's so obvious. Um, after all this time, I've, I have hit the places where I'm like, you know, this system doesn't work for me and it's not my, it's not a moral failing on my part. And I, I think I have, I have had to integrate that into my own, thoughts and processes and um that a lot of people appreciate what we do for uh, you know and enjoy it and are getting help um and i am eternally grateful to everybody who listens and has come on the show and has written in and all that stuff i mean i i have this well of gratitude that i did not ever imagine would happen because of this show that's pretty cool. Yeah, no. Um, and now it is actually getting dark out, so yeah. you should go put your chickens away, and then we will come back and uh, finish this up. Yeah, so we'll be back right after this. And we are back. Uh, Thank you to Kevin Sonny for being interviewed for this podcast. Uh, yeah, no. We, we greatly appreciate it here at Productivity Alchemy. Yeah, um, uh, not going to make the offer that uh, anytime he wants to come back on, he is more than welcome. I feel like he'd probably take advantage of that, like a lot. <laughs> uh, it's just a weird feeling. I have. Just a weird feeling, yes. Yeah. Um, so let's, uh, let's talk about a word. Yes. What is our word? Uh, we are going to go back to the pattern. Our word this week is year six. Um, we did year one, two, three, four, and then skipped it for last year's, uh, for episode 250. And so for 300, we're back to year six and, um, it's it's still a milestone. It's still a thing. I am still flabbergasted. 
We, we begin uh, yeah. uh, year seven. Year seven. Starts now. Well, not quite now. Okay, well, the next, you know, next yeah. week, I guess. Uh, but How you, are the chickens? Uh, they're fine. Uh, Lucky and Clotho were on top of their coop, but everybody else is right where they're supposed to be. Good, good. Yeah, I startled a mouse. Yeah. I went to check for eggs, and instead of shining a light first, I just put my hand and started, and something moved and jumped. And I was like, oops. Um, that sounds like it was a mutual startlement. Yes, yes. Um, so, but that was, you know, that's about it. And really, um, I am surprised at the boldness of these mice, considering there are a whole bunch of tiny dinosaurs there just waiting. Uh, waiting. Honestly, you, you almost don't want to, like, do something to trap them, because, like, they're already living through the... the they are, yeah, no. They're, no. The mice are in their own personal land of the lost. They kind of are. Like, they do you really, really want to be the slea stack? No. There we go. Maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can take that badge code, uh, that, that year six, all one word, and you can roll over to productivityalchemy.com and you go to the place where it says activity code and you type it in there. And you submit, and you will get a badge. Woo! It is an open badge, and you can do all kinds of things with open badges. Um, Many of which are detailed on the website. Yes, yes. And you can find out more about open badges and what you can do with them in the badge how-to. Uh, you can uh, look at the show notes for this episode. You can re-listen to this episode. You can... Look at show notes for past episodes and, and re-listen to those as well. You can, absolutely. You can even find uh, uh, links for things. Um, so many things. So many things. All the articles I wrote over at opensource.com. Um, uh, some of the talks I gave. Uh, bios for both you and I. Um, an explanation of why the hell I started doing this in the first place. Indeed. Um, but uh, the the important thing is there is a link you must not click. The forbidden link. The forbidden link. Avert your eyes. Yes, or at least do not let your mouse hover over too long. It's the one that says support because we don't need your support. I mean, we do, but like, well, we're, yeah, we're yeah. good. Like emotional support. Emotional support, yeah. We, 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 we are no. good financially at the moment compared yes. to a lot of the world and so much of the world. Money. So, yeah, really, you should give them money. And, uh, and where, what charity would our podcast guest like us to support this week? Um, Mr. I, podcast guest. I think this. For this one, I want to go with um, a generic uh, support your local suicide prevention resource center, whether it's a helpline or a hotline or any of those things. I um, I was it's it's the littlest things. I was talking to somebody at the Bloodywood concert who was um, like on that edge, and then Bloodywood's song about "Keep Going, Be Strong, You Are Amazing." came on and literally stopped him in his tracks and there is the reason he's alive right and we have so many uh, i i find that admirable but i also think to myself there should have been so many places so many places before relying on before on a, a song, song. Yeah, hits the, yeah. or yeah and so um i think it's important uh for people to have the resources to be educated and not have to rely on the random chance of YouTube. So right? if uh, if you have a local 
suicide prevention hotline. Look yeah. it up. Yeah. If you don't have one or don't know mm -hmm. who to support, uh, Trans Lifeline is yep. an excellent. I was going to say that as a backup. Yes. Yes, that is mm -hmm. is. If you can't find a local one, it yeah. is always good to give them money. Lord knows. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put a couple American resources on the website because I don't know. Um, as our charity spotlight, because I don't know anything uh, outside the U.S. I don't know who to trust and who to who to follow. Right? That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. But uh, if you if you do know uh, in your area, mm -hmm. support them. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, that's it for this week, this year. This both. Yeah, I know. Um, kind of freaky. Um, Next week, I have an interview with the founder and CEO of Jotform, which is... No idea what that is. It is an, one of the most, you know, amazing, biggest online form building, survey sending, email response things um, out there. It is, and, and it's an incredible story. He talks about why he started, how he started, and the productivity stuff that got him there. I'm really excited to be sharing this with you. Cool. Um, uh, and by you, I mean everybody. Uh, it's it's great. So that's it for this week. Um, and we'll kick off your six next week. And remember, uh, you know, this week, do your best to um, be productive. Stay productive. What? Look, I, I pinch hit once a year. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel I was doing pretty well. You were, there. you were, you, yeah, no, you were doing great. You were doing right. great. All right. I was productive. You were. Damn straight. All right.